0: Welcome to episode 14 of the Hey, Look, Listen podcast with myself, Jonathan Morrissey, and of course, Heartbreak Kids, owner Ruben and the lusty, Liam Sheehan.
1: Was, How are I, you, gents? I was expecting a nickname, I wanted a nickname like, as well, but what's lusty about? <laughs> Whatever, let's just move fast. <laughs> <laughs> Lusty is <laughs> your nickname, Lusty
0: Liam, we've been calling it uh, since like eight not or nine. For, yeah, not for a long, yeah,
1: not since I was a uh, lusty, I don't know, move on. <laughs> Did you write those down before we started?
0: <laughs> no, I, I literally saw them right now. Um, but how are you guys doing? Uh, it's, been a, it's been a while mm-hmm. um, since we've recorded one of these, so apologies to everyone about that. But life gets in the way sometimes, and we're back mm-hmm. now. Um, but Owen, how, how have you been getting on?
2: Good, good, Marcy, good. I've, uh, interesting, uh... I've fallen into this multiplayer realm of gaming, which is somewhat new to me. You know, we generally start the show with a, what are we playing? And I have joined a pirate crew with fan of the show first and sec- <laughs> friend second, uh, Mr. Patrick Noonan, who is currently hiking through America. So That's yes, right, he's in, Co- he's in Colorado, good luck. And Pat. he'll be using this, this podcast as a form of entertainment, so hi Pat, good luck. Yeah, the two of us have been... Hopping islands, sailing the world, finding buried treasure. Um, this game, see if these guys, I've been like texting you after every single game that Pan and I have played. It is one of the the best times that I've had with uh, a game in a long time. It's it's kind of just a bit of a, a joy to play. Um, there's two of us manning a small vessel right now. But uh, I yearn for the day where the two of you have access to a Microsoft <laughs> platform which is on mm-hmm. any device now you can play yeah, it yeah. anything, mm-hmm. and uh mm-hmm. for us to get a six to eight man pirate ship going um did you
1: say the name of the game
2: sea of thieves yeah i'm pretty sure i did uh oh. sea of thieves created by the uh rare <laughs> who have made some of my favorite games of all time and liam a couple of years, i know that much absolutely it is random it, it's it is it is incredibly random um, but anyone who's looking for a, a good time with a friend on a Microsoft console or PC, highly recommend. And also, it's on Game Pass.
0: We're big fans of Game Pass over here. Hey, look, listen.
1: We're a good fan, a good, good fans of value. I fucked that up.
0: <laughs> did you did. Uh, uh, what about you, you Lusty?
1: What have you been playing? Uh, so we, as we talked about last time in our E3 episode, uh, there was a new Metroid game announced coming in October: Metroid Dread, which is the fifth in the main series of Metroid games. So actually, the, the simple announcement of that kind of put a spark in me, and I had to go home and get my Wii U, and I played. The other four Metroid games, like, back-to-back. <laughs> uh, I didn't go fucking around with the original Metroid 1, which was on NES, or Metroid 2, which on the Game Boy. I, I played both of their remakes. But I did I played Metroid Zero Mission, Metroid Samus Returns, Metroid Super Metroid, and Metroid Fusion. And I just had the best time. I watched The Wire while I was playing them, so I reached my final form. <laughs> Talk <laughs> about a juxtaposition. <laughs> no, it was just, like, just the way it worked. I, I was working a lot of shifts till midnight, and... um my girlfriend will be in bed by the time I get home because she has work in the morning so I would just go downstairs and turn on Metroid on the, on the remember the old plasticky Wii U gamepad and uh, I, I've owned four of them Liam yeah, how can I, yeah. I forget and <laughs> just, and just I just put on the wire just for something else just while I was doing it uh, yeah um, like because I played remakes that's not the best kind of way to kind of enjoy the kind of um, evolution of that series but i did really enjoy playing those four games it made me realize though that as much as i love that series there still isn't a perfect metroid game it doesn't exist there's always problems with them you know super metroid for me is still the best one still one of the best games ever made uh best level design easily but it's still a game from 1994 so it's kind of jank you know it's not fun to control her sometimes and that she's kind of um she's yeah she's kind of floaty and you can get stuck in sand and stuff like that if anyone's interested in Metroid, just a quick thing. If anyone is interested in a new one that's coming out, uh, Metroid Zero Mission is the one you should play if you've never played a, a Metroid game, and I'm replaying it recently. Um, reminded me of that. Um, it's really annoying. Like M- Nintendo keep going, oh, it's the first Metroid game in 22 years. Yes, they, don't, they keep saying that, but they don't put the old ones on the Switch so people can get them easily. <laughs> so my advice is anyone wants to get into the Metroid series, just emulate Metroid Zero Mission. It's like a five-hour game. It's really tight. It's a bit hand for my liking. But um, quickly before I move on, the one the ones um, I played was Metroid 2 Samus Returns for the 3DS, which was the, the last Metroid game that was made back in 2017. And it's my first time playing it fully. I only played a third of it um, the last time. Uh, and this was made by a Spanish company called Mercury Steam. Uh, they were kind of handed the keys to the Metroid franchise and they're making Metroid Dread as well. So this is like Nintendo clearly trusts them with this franchise and playing Samus Returns fully. It's not a perfect game. There's a couple of couple of big problems with it actually it has like for a metro game it has a really bad sense of like atmosphere which is kind of really sacrilegious for uh, a metro game has a lot of repeated boss fights, which is annoying but finishing it for the first time i was very confident i'm very confident in this team to make and do metro game. so i'm even doubly excited for metroid dread but like the biggest the biggest problem with um samus returns is that it came out in 2017 which is the same year hollow knight came out and hollow knight is the best metroid type game ever made <laughs> <laughs> so that's the so that's the main problem with that but um, i'm excited for metroid red and i really enjoyed playing those forwarding again that, that's some great advice Ian,
0: for people looking to get into metroid and yeah. any advice for people looking to get into the
1: wire to, start with season one and you're going to be lost for the first two episodes because it throws you in to the narrative but um like you you, you think it'll be like oh this is so dry and i don't know who these characters are but oh, suddenly you're just into that world and it is like you know we've been like people say it way too much but it is the best show ever made and it's like i think that turns a lot of people off cuz they keep hearing it and I'm suddenly realizing that I'm on a video game podcast, and I should stop talking about the wire. No, here's a question for you, Liam.
2: What do you think Stringer Bell's favorite Metroid would be? <laughs> well,
1: Stringer, Stringer Bell, I think, I think he'd, I think he'd play Metroid Two, Metroid Prime Two Echoes, because I think he has, he, he thinks.
0: <laughs> man of taste man of taste yeah yeah
1: he, yeah he thinks he's so much better than he is and that's a really hard metro game and he'd be like i'm not playing anything that's not really hard i think because string of bells yeah he's not as clever as he thinks he is <laughs> what about you, you Marcy? <laughs> what's what's going on at your end
0: sorry i just wish you you could all see no one's face when he asked that question you <laughs> sold, sold it so well um for me yeah unfortunately i, I am still playing the witcher um which i've you know been doing since 2015 uh, really um but um, it's been keeping me company um here in dublin while um, i'm moving over but i actually did uh, pick up something last week that i got a little bit addicted to for a small bit and kind of like owen what you know, your, you know your your multiplayer games that's something i generally go for but i started playing f1 2020 that is so random um, isn't it like if you know me i do i have any interest in f1 not really. Do you have so any you're knowledge afraid of, this? of cars? No, I I am I am afraid of cars. <laughs> uh, he is right. Uh, the lower the car, the faster the car, the more scared I generally am. Um, but thankfully, but what an odd thing to say. But thankfully, um, this being behind the controller, I've been absolutely fine. But it's been it's been kind of fun uh, playing something because I don't think that, I know you, Are you guys the same? There isn't so many games I play that I can just kind of pick you know pick up and put down like that. Do you know what I mean? Like there is no real progression and not missing out on a story um i can you know, just put it down and walk away so so that's been kind of nice as well
1: uh, games like that are nice sometimes but mainly for me that type of game takes the form of a 2d platformer, like even an old one i actually just the other day played mega i had a, i had a something in the oven and I, I put my timer in my phone for Congrats 55 you. minutes thank you thank you very much
0: wow um, what an amazing announcement to have on the podcast that's yeah. pretty incredible
1: and it's a chicken um but um <laughs> Yeah, I just play on Mega Man 2. So I like playing uh, games like that that I put on for like 40 minutes or something. But I don't think I've ever played an F1 game. Is it? Is it like super realistic and technical?
0: Maybe. Yeah, right. I, 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 I know so little about F1. Yeah, I, got you, yeah. Uh, I really don't know. It's it's just been fun. Like, going fast is fun. Um, mm. And, you know, it, yes, it, the graphics looks brilliant and it's, it's a really good sim, but just something different. Um, and again, that was on Google Stadia which again just made the, the experience just a lot lot worse than it probably was on any other platform. Um, so that's been a, a fun thing to experience. It's still well. crap,
2: yeah. Like it's still just it's, not it's, streaming yeah, properly.
0: Good. No, not streaming great. Um, I think the internet here is really fast, like two hundred megs. It's just it's not a very seamless uh, experience at all. And again, like the, the game library is still really, really small. But let us jump into the topic for today before we create any more work uh, for Owen to edit later uh, <laughs> this week. Um, so, uh, kind of off the back of uh, the new Nintendo Switch announcement, uh, we thought, why don't we why don't we chat about the, our, our old friend the Nintendo Switch? Um, it is an old friend,
1: thing. isn't it? But it, is, it is, it yeah. is an old friend
0: um, and a very good friend. Um, but let's jump into it. So, uh, the Nintendo Switch um, released worldwide in March 2017. Um, is nintendo's seventh home console which you know is technically kind of true um it is taking a hybrid approach um, where the switch can be docked uh, for playing your tv or by utilizing the two attached joy cons as a handheld gaming device the joy cons obviously famously never break or never have any issues which is awesome selling nearly 85 million copies to date the switch has become one of nintendo's most successful ever releases uh, boasting some incredibly popular titles such as Breath of the Wild, Mario Kart 8, Super Mario Odyssey, and, of course, Garfield Kart Furious Racing. Uh, a handheld focus revision, a system called the Nintendo Switch Lite, was released on uh, September 20th, 2019. Um, a really, really awesome uh, little thing, actually. Um, And, obviously, most recently, a revised higher-end model featuring an OLED screen uh, was announced this week, um, and is expected to launch in October 2021. Very creatively titled the Nintendo Switch OLED screen version. So, I guess uh, to kind of start us off, uh, gents, kind of cast our minds back to 2017. I'm not sure what it was like for you. I was in Canada at the time, but trying to find one of those things was very, very difficult. Um, just to buy one. Maybe I'll start with you, Liam. First, can you remember where you got us? Did, did you get it in very early days, or um, any memories about that?
1: I bonged up my leg at the time. <laughs> <laughs> I was in a, I was in a cast and crutches, and uh, I was in. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, and I was in a lot of pain. I tore ligaments in my knee, and um, Ooh. yeah, and I, I pre ordered Marcy in, Ga- in GameStop, just the GameStop near me. I had no problem, I do remember the drought of it, of the Switch, but I had no problem. I went in, uh, hobbled in, and uh, I did. I mean, I remember going in there and going, Hi, I, I booked a Switch, and they was like, Oh, yeah, I, I booked it in gray, and I was like, I've changed my mind, can I have one of the blue and red ones? <laughs> and they were like, No, absolutely not. Or, I was like, what, was the, what was the color of the Switch again, blue and Red? Blue and red. Red. It I blue. red. Yeah, it's blue and red. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, so obviously I got it with um, Breath of the Wild, and, you know, being injured sucks, but I have such mem- good memories of I playing Breath of the Wild, and, you know, I had no responsibilities because my only responsibility at the time was to heal. I was out of work. So I actually just, <laughs> I have really <laughs> solid memories of playing Breath of the Wild. I did, I remember I did it in seven days. Um, it's like a hundred hours in seven days. It was like, I was obsessed with it. But yeah, I have already massive... It was one of my most nostalgic game experience ever was that first week with the Switch because it was one of the most exciting console releases of all time, I think. Did, did you do... Because i remember you telling me this before. You did all the shrines, I remember, for Breath of the Wild. I did all... Yeah, I did. Yep.
0: Yeah. Yeah, uh, not, not that same week, no?
1: No. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Wow. No, that, so, is, I, that is impressive. I, I, will, I will admit, though, there's 120 of them and for about 10 of them, maybe more, I looked up online how to find them. If that... If that if that's important to you to know, but yeah, I know yeah, I
0: will we'll, we'll edit that bit out. But um, <laughs> Owen, what well, about yourself?
2: Yeah, it's a weird one, right? Because I actually don't remember having too hard of a time getting my hands on the console. I I was in Toronto at the, the same time as you, Marcy, around this time, or else you you might have been in Ottawa at that stage. I, I forget. Mm-hmm. But there was a Toys R Us that was up the road from um, my Fan Expo office where I was working at the time. And I was just pretty easily able to put in my pre-order. And I, 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 I remember keeping track quite diligently of when pre-orders were, were going up. Um, I remember going from the office and actually doing an unboxing for <laughs> some of the Fan Expo people and for their social because it was in the wild. And, and like Liam, it was, Breath of the Wild was the, it was the perfect companion piece for, for that console. And it's an interesting one, right? Because like Nintendo always kind of showcase their launch titles, kind of represent what the console is about. And Zelda has had like an interesting history with this because the way that Breath of the Wild is designed, like it was coming to Wii U, you know, like it, did, it is, it, it, did it come is to Wii U. U. Ga- yeah. It did, and, uh, yeah, and and it, it was a Wii U game probably first and foremost until development probably got pushed so late that they decided to do a Twilight Princess which famously was meant to be on GameCube and then came to Wii. And you know, if if someone had told me that Breath of the Wild was built from the ground up for the Switch, I would have 100% believed them because the way that game was designed. And like Liam, that that initial that initial two week period was a uh, uh, I I don't want to get too morbid or anything, but that was actually around the time that my my mother passed away, and I actually had I think I got the switch uh, like a day or two before I actually flew back to Ireland. So the switch and Breath of the Wild were it was almost one of these stories that you only read about on the internet, where people say that I know there's a lot of people who credit Final Fantasy and RPGs getting them through depression and getting them through really really harsh periods and that's actually what breath of the wild was for me i sunk 85 to 100 120 hours um because i essentially like didn't sleep for like that like week and a half period but like mm-hmm. it was kind of like my my coping device and it was it was it was a story I actually shared with uh patricia somerset who i met who is the first ever well, probably second if you're not ca- counting the Zelda animated series, but the first ever um, voice actress for Princess Zelda within uh, the video games. Um, oh, cool. yeah, and I, I I had the privilege of of meeting her at one of one of the shows that I was working for at uh, Fan Expo, and she wrote me a lovely once I told her the story and and uh, of how much it meant to me, she wrote me, I think you both of you guys have seen my autograph print um -hmm. which is in Mm -hmm. uh hylian which the language within zelda and what she actually wrote for me was just very very sweet which was courage uh need not be remembered for it is never forgotten which is one of the the lines from breath of the wild that initial like yeah it it was awesome so even within that first Mm -hmm. like week and a half to two week period of having that console it like above anything else just because of life absolutely digged itself into me as yeah, yeah. this is just, cool. like it's something special you know what i mean like yeah i wouldn't have been able to do this really with like anything else
0: yeah it's it's weird we sometimes forget that that video games do have that kind of ability every now and then to to pull you through something like that and we could all mm-hmm. probably name yeah. a game mm-hmm. mm. um you know you think back and, and that can do that for you I do feel kind of silly now that I've started off this by talking about how difficult the Switch was to get because I also had no problems (laughs) getting it either. Um, But that that was was going to be the point that you guys might have, and I didn't. Uh, Yeah, I just went into um, a, a store in Ottawa. i just moved to Ottawa. Uh, which was a bit of a scary experience an exciting experience but turned out just to be a very mundane experience um for for, for my uh for my life years but i went into uh, a GameStop and i said hey look i know it's sold out everywhere is there any chance i could pre order or something uh with a nintendo switch and she's like yeah we've got you know about 85 of them in stock uh what color would you like and i was like oh that was yeah, I was so like, you have smart. to choose
1: color. I I, I always did. regret. I always regret yeah. going for the. I went in to pre-order it, and I was like, "They were like, what color do you want?" And I was like, "Gray." And as soon as it came out, <laughs> of that, I wanted to grab it, <laughs> <and> take <laughs> it back. <laughs> I don't mind it now, actually. I quite like it, but uh, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Um, but it's funny. I I
0: don't have um, you know a life story like yours, want to share about um, Breath of the Wild, but I, I hadn't really been. A massive Nintendo fan uh, growing up. Had the N64, had the original NES. Uh, never had a Super Nintendo, never had a GameCube. But my love affair re- uh, restarted with a Nintendo, and I bought a 3DS. So the minute I heard the Switch was going to be a portable uh, console as well, I was like, I have to get that. I have to get it. And the same as you guys, the first, like, two, three weeks, Breath of the Wild it's just, my God, just sucked me in. Like I, it, I think some of the greatest games ever made. I still think it's the best game that's been released for the Switch um i don't think anything has actually going no top that
1: yeah
0: but i yeah i just an absolute love affair let's kind of begin with it but a lot of people seem to say that that the kind of the switch has kind of a bit of a special uh place in their in their hearts for them is there any other reasons why that it's really kind of appealed to you guys And it's kind of something that you well maybe you don't but you still play it today regularly um you know what, what are your thoughts on that
1: well, can I compare it to the Wii for a second? I think it's extremely com- comparable to the Wii, and even the the whole kind of lead-up to it. Um, do you remember when the Wii came out and we were younger, we would have been teenagers, but do you remember how special it felt when it was announced and it was the Wii remote and it was this whole new thing? It just felt so mysterious in comparison to, like, I'm not shitting on PlayStation consoles, I love them, but, you know, here's another PlayStation with better graphics. Nintendo tend to come in here with, like, here's a, I don't know what this is, but here it is. <laughs> <laughs> the switch. I was a much more cynical, cynical, tired adult when the switch came out in comparison to Wii, but it really reminded me of it, The lead up to it, and then now that we're a few years in, the switch for me is what I really wanted the Wii to be, and I love, I love the Wii. But I think I've said this before. I think I've had this little mini rant about Nintendo before on this. I think, but as someone who like who was a huge fan of the N sixty four and the GameCube, and like well, essentially a fan of theirs when they were at their like worst kind of you know commercially, they were like third place. I felt abandoned as a Nintendo fan with the Wii, and there's a ton of games I love for the Wii, like the Mario Galaxies are some of the best games um, Nintendo ever made. And obviously, like fair play for them to, to them for like making this thing that appeal to everyone. But for that whole era, I just felt so abandoned by Nintendo, and I feel like they're they're doing it the, with the Switch. They manage that thing of having their cake and eating it too, where they're appealing to this mass audience with this what I think is a better innovation, the handheld um, the handheld kind of um, capabilities of it rather than the, the motion controls of the of the Wii. But I don't feel abandoned with the Switch. I feel like it became this mass appeal thing with all these like, you know, niche, or not niche, but kind of um, games with, um, you know, a, a lot of appeal to them. But we're still getting all these class Nintendo games and we're getting all these cool indie games. And I feel like that's what the Wii never had. And that's why at least I, I will maybe get to it in a little bit, but I, I was only i only had positive things to say about the switch until about the beginning of 2020 and now i'm a little bit kind of i'm not as i'm not as enamored with the Switch as i used to be anymore but for those first few years i thought this is like i'm 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 in my 30s but i was like this is the best i think this might be the best run nintendo's ever had as a company Mm -hmm. even just like not even just the the one two punch that was breath of the wild and mario odyssey in 2017 two of the best games nintendo ever made easily i just thought they were on fire i really really Mm -hmm. loved it It's I don't know. I was
2: able to use the washroom with my Wii U. I'm just throwing that out there. Like I had I had the I had the portability. I had to be within I had to be within within twelve feet of
1: the actual console itself. <laughs> as someone who's just played four games on, uh, or, t- or three of the Metroids are the, on the Wii U that I've played, right? I didn't connect it to the TV at all because I had no intention of playing it on the TV. I just wanted to play it handheld. I had to get up from my living room and drag the fucking thing halfway across the floor because the signal <laughs> the signal to the gamepad was uh, <laughs> was breaking up. So, no, it's not like the Wii U was a frustration series. Like, I we own, we knew I think have great affection for the Wii U, just as a little kind of plastic little underdog. But what, how do you subscribe to the theory that the Switch is as good as it is because they learned from all their failures of the Wii U, you know? And I, th- <laughs> I think
2: that's exactly it, to be yeah. quite honest with you. You know, Marcy, the one thing that I didn't touch on about that initial impression with the Switch, and actually when I think back about it now, it was a no-brainer. It's probably the first time that this has happened to me with a Nintendo console, which is when I pulled it out of the box, I said to myself, fuck, this is premium. Yeah. This actually feels <laughs> yeah. like a premium product. You know, Nintendo has this plastic about their 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 consoles,
1: which you which know. is cool in its in its way. The yeah. GameCube had a handle. Oh man, I remember they were they were doing this thing where they were going like maybe it was the lead up to the Switch and they were going through all their innovations. It was like you know, oh fuck, that wasn't their innovation, was it? it, 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 was in, oh, they, it. they did it dirty. They did it. absolutely N sixty four, it was like analog stick for three D camera controls. GameCube has a handle on it. The Wii motion <laughs> controls. <laughs> It was, I'm a huge fan of the GameCube. I, I adore it. For many friends, Library of Games, but I was just like, oh, you did my boy dirty there in Nintendo. That's not yeah. fair. You know, I I, I definitely subscribe to, to that uh, theory
2: that they did learn, right?
0: As in, it yeah. is really
2: the best of, of both worlds. Because, like, a lot of people even forget that the Switch actually has motion controls, but I don't think yeah. anyone really uses them. Um, mm-hmm. And I don't even know if they're as far advanced as like Wii Motion Plus. I can only assume. Well,
1: in one of our early episodes, we were talking about Mario and we were talking about Mario Galaxy, right? At one time went mm-hmm. and I play, played Mario Galaxy on the Switch and it worked just as well as the Wii did. So mm-hmm. it's at least as, as functional as the Wii was. Mm-hmm. Then again, the Wii is I'm very old now. <laughs> it is very old.
2: Mm. I still use mine almost on the daily. Uh, to mm. be completely honest, your Switch now, not your. Yeah, brand. my Switch, and yeah. it's it's because it's become my go-to place for. Uh, as Liam touched upon, that like it is my indie darling machine. Yeah, for sure. As in, yeah. I will wait until I can play an indie mm-hmm. game yeah. on the Switch. Like I will just wait, and it is right. it, it is about the I can play it anywhere. I can go anywhere. And bring this bring this game with me. I'm not t- I'm not tied to my couch, but I can be tied to my couch if I want to. The like the early years of the Switch with the the Breath of the Wild, with the Mario Galaxy, with for me actually Splatoon. I thought Splatoon was uh, yeah. that was near launch as well. I believe Splatoon two. Yeah. Um. And I like I had like an unbelievable time as I mostly do with Nintendo first parties, but Nintendo continue time and time again to fall into this trap of when you get to year two and a half. Tree, you're stuck with first party and independent, and pretty much any
1: big third party goes out, uh, goes out the window. Yeah, and their console, really, yeah. yeah, isn't graphically capable to, to take whatever third parties are making for the other consoles, mm-hmm. so you don't get like the Wii. Was like, the didn't they try to put a Call of Duty on the Wii and it was just like a shambles? Some of them, oh, was, and, like, oh. no,
0: i pretty sure you party. and I have that, Marcy. We, yeah, we're uh, world at war, yeah, yeah, it was yeah let's not talk about that anymore but you use your switch a lot don't you i i use it almost every day i was using it just before um so this is down here
2: uh, i'm correct you're this is how you're playing the witcher
0: right yeah the the switcher if you will but it's weird you, man you it's, had to uh, use that
1: joke again didn't you <laughs> i did have i used it before did i use it already yeah you did you absolutely oh, did you know. i edited the last one it was like i was like brilliant, was a brilliant <laughs> joke. i said that out loud while i was editing <laughs> <laughs> Well shit
0: anyway um, But uh, yeah I do And it's kind of weird It's like it's become um, Something I didn't know I always wanted to have Is if I'm watching a football match Or if there's a TV show I've seen before I'll just pick up the Switch and play something I've probably played bef- before because I can And I absolutely love that but one thing that um, that is kind of why I love it so much, is kind of what you just touched on their own, and it's something that previous in-town consoles haven't done, is the amount of amazing third-party games and how there's been some absolutely incredible ports. The Witcher being one, Skyrim. I must have dropped hundreds of hours into that. Oh, I,
2: have, I have Skyrim, uh, actually, yeah.
0: Yeah, it's an excellent port. Uh, L.A. Noir, which, again, is a really, really good port of a, a much older game. Man, <laughs> I played
2: I played Doom doom
1: 2016 yeah, how, how, how was that yeah i played that on the playstation 4 how it was, was fun,
2: on the totally fine totally yeah. fine like as in it clearly downgraded low resolution like you know stutters a bit but like i finished the game on switch like mm. i played it all the way through yeah
0: which is which is an incredible accomplishment um <laughs> but like again though it's the indie games that have stolen my heart like the, yeah. the probably the best game experience i've had in the last two three years was inside and I played that in one sitting on the Switch, and I was like, I'm really glad I played on the Switch, like all the lights off in my house in bed. Yeah, there's something weird a,
1: about that, isn't there? Cause there is, lot, yeah, just lot, like a lot, having a
0: handheld device.
1: A lot of my favorite indie games from from this um, generation the same. Like, i Mar- Mar- I played Inside on the PlayStation, but I don't think it was out on the Switch, but... Hollow Knight, which I mentioned, um, um, Celeste, uh, Return of the Oberdin. I'm just like running through my. They're all Switch experiences, and they're all like, I'm so glad I played them on it. I played them all handheld as well.
0: And I, I don't want us to move off of the topic of the Switch now, but if we kind of look forward, you know, this this hybrid thing they're doing of you know, dock and handheld, is Nintendo's next console? Do you think going to be the same, or are they going to kind of split that out? You don't what, know. What do you, it, you, it's, you don't know. Like, Nintendo do you? is too like, big fans.
1: You don't know what do you think
0: John? <laughs> do uh, you want to elaborate on that the fucking podcast you can't just say you don't know and we can't move on do you
2: know what oh. they have a knack for pulling consoles out of
0: clothing so <laughs> oh, I yes
1: I know no, I know what he means like, uh, like uh, in E3 when the Wii was announced uh, Satoru Wata pulled it out of his jacket it's <laughs> a really weird way yeah. to say that so you know it'll
2: fit within some form of clothing Uh, it's a tough one marcy because again right moving on to like the the newly announced oled switch nintendo just fucking does what nintendo wants to do even though there was massive massive hype and huge build-up from industry insiders saying We're getting a Switch Pro, and it's going to be an enhanced version. It'll have an an OLED screen, but it will be able to output 4K using DLSS. It'll have a better battery. It'll be the next evolution of the switch and they just come out and give us this, the exact same fucking console just with an incredible screen. Like I don't think there's any denying that OLED I'm... is the creme de la creme of screen
1: technology, but
0: I was happy an with that. Lamport. Jesus yeah, Christ. Right. <laughs> you were happy that leave really.
1: I didn't want a switch pro man. I just didn't want it. Cause I just, it'd be, I, I just had it in my head. There's going to be this thing where switch pro which is, for me just sounds like halfway between making a new console. But what it would be if there was, we're releasing Zelda Breath of the Wild 2 and whatever, and there's going to be two different versions of it. One is just categorically better than the, the other one. I was like, okay, I'll have to buy the Switch Pro. I'm actually just happy to play on the Switch. I was just going to ask you, what do you think? Like you're asking about the next console. What do you think the shelf life is? Do you think Nintendo are going to try to, like, push this one further than their other consoles in terms of before they make a next-gen one? It is a huge success, like, you know? They historically have a shorter console generation than... I feel like the Wii was quite long. I know. I don't, I don't quote me on that. I feel like the, the Wii and the PS3 and the Xbox 360 in general. Yeah, know, nobody like, played it was the Wii U seven or eight years. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Good point. Yeah. <laughs> half, half that could have been the Wii U. And like exactly. Like, people, and, people didn't know the Wii U was a console for like four years after. People were still like, "Is this something you buy for the Wii?" Like Nintendo marketed that like terribly. It's. Yeah, I was working. It, no, I. I was just gonna say it's.
2: It's a really, really tough question to answer because this is. Kind of in line with what Nintendo would do in the first place, right? Like Marcy, which 3ds did you have? <laughs> uh, <laughs> because the there were ten of them.
0: Yeah, i, I had <laughs> to think. Yeah, the XL. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> there was. What, what?
1: Yeah, yeah. Did was it the advanced XL? It was. What, was it the Nintendo 3ds XL or the Nintendo 2ds XL?
0: <sighs> oh man, stuff. I worked in HMV, and V. I was trying to sell people this stuff.
1: That's why um, I'm kind of happy though. like this this OLED Switch thing, which is. It, it, Probably class, and it looks sexy as hell. But I'm just—I'm very happy not to buy it and just um, keep going with the one I have, and not have to upgrade. To be honest, have you been so seeing and OLED? it's
0: Disappointing though. Yeah, I've seen another before, but I just, one, one point, it is just like it's just because you guys are such big fans of Nintendo and you've been so loyal to them. Even if we go back to say how amazing their indie catalog is, which it absolutely is, it's fantastic games. You still pay in like a Nintendo tax on every single game. Like if you were yep. to buy Inside Now, it's probably what like nineteen ninety nine. You get a Steam, it's like five bucks. Mm-hmm. It's probably free. Game Pass probably gives you money back or something. I don't the know. Prices never when you buy ever it. Been.
1: If you're buying games off the shelf as well, prices never drop. For, so what, for what keeps for pulling game. you back to them? Like what, yeah. what keeps pulling you back to buying a Nintendo? My main every thing, time? Uh, like this is we're we're having a conversation about the Nintendo Switch, um, and I, I love consoles and how they're different from the ones before them and their functionality. But for me, it always comes down to games. And I'm just a fan of Nintendo, the game developer. For me, it's 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 the games, Marcy. It's the Nintendo games that always bring me to the Nintendo console. I'll always buy a Nintendo console because I know I'll need a Mario, need a Zelda, these games I want to play. And the fact that I want to only play indie games on the Switch is just an added bonus this time. So I think it's a compar- It's a, it's, a, it's a kind of um, a combination of I want the Nintendo games and I just really like the Switch, which is biggest compliment i could give it but yeah absolutely i I got something recently and I, I remember i can't remember what it was and i was downloading it and i was like okay that's paid for what did i do that for and i checked my ps4 and yeah and it was it was like three quid on the ps4 and it was like 15 on the switch i think it was a hat in time actually a game i Eleven played do you know that game? it's just another indie game i haven't played it yet but yeah you're right so i don't know i'm an idiot that's why <laughs>
0: That, that's what I was waiting for, for an admission. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I I have had an experience with OLED, very very impressive. But like all of you, what I was hoping for was a, a switch that had you know better graphics, faster processor, better so battery you, life.
1: You would have been happy. You would have been like, I want I want the Switch Pro. I want a better graphic machine. Yeah. It, yeah, it, I think so.
0: I think after four years, or, or yeah, four years, I was kind of ready yeah. for okay. the next switch. Now my, my switch is in a lot worse condition than either of yours just because i'm a reckless human being i guess but but no genuinely it's just that both my joy cons have drifted massively and my battery is quite poor now as well and i was just i was kind of ready for something that was just a bit a bit better
1: that's another thing about the switch is like nintendo for all their toy looking machines that they've had over the years some of them which had handles in the back of them i don't you know <laughs> i mean man they made they made stuff that lasted I still have my Nintendo sixty four set up. In, oh man, my uh, in, my SNES in, in my still house. works. Yeah, yeah, it still yeah. works perfectly. I can just get Mario. I can get Mario sixty four and put it into that N sixty four and it will play perfectly. Like they made like in, in Like I went through two PlayStation twos back in the day. I went through two Xbox three sixties. Just in comparison, Nintendo always had this, this sturdier um, tech, and their first one, which is absolutely not the case, is the Nintendo Switch. Which was out the gate. I remember, like within like the first couple of weeks, my i my switch stopped reading one of my Joy-Cons for no reason, and I was just like, ah, why? I remember I was able to fix it, but it was like still kind of concerning. And then there was all these um, early reports of people scratching their screen, and some docs were like made yeah. incorrectly so that they were a bit too thin, so they were scratching screens. And that's one of the reasons well, I said earlier on why I'm a little bit more cynical about Nintendo in the last like year, year and a half. And It's like the fucking drift. Which if people don't know, it's the analog sticks are um, kind of what's it, what's technically happening to them. It's making it making it so that they're not centered, right? So you're always kind of your if it's the left analog like, seeker so your character will always be moving. Yeah, exactly. It's such a fuck up. It's such like a technical problem, but also Nintendo's reaction to it has always been like. Put their fingers in the ears and go, It's not happening. Oh, very, blasé. While, 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 very blasé. while everyone's like, I can't play your fucking games, Nintendo, because the tech. And to replace them, these things, in Ireland, those, those Joy Cons for one of them is about 60 euro. Jesus. Yeah. it's They're kind of stuck between a rock and a hard place
2: now, only because of how video game consoles have developed in terms of technology, right? So as in the PlayStation 5 and fuck it, however Xbox have named their new one, I've (laughs) totally forget. Series X. Series X is it's not so much about the graphical prowess, but it's more about the utilization of the solid state drive Mm. and the ability to load games instantly. Mm. And like that's the new technology, like that's a quality of life improvement. Yeah, sure. You know, it's twice as fast or twice as better looking than than the previous generation, but it's not that huge graphical leap that we're used to seeing as jumping from sixteen to thirty two to, to sixty four.
1: Which I'm glad I've owned, um, to be honest. I think we're really starting to get bogged down in graphics there for like the two thousands, especially. And I, I was when the PS five was starting to be announced, I was really glad that a lot of their focus was on all those things like loading times and stuff of that because I think you can graphics always age you see always no matter Mm -hmm. how pretty they look and I'm not saying I don't love game of good graphics god damn it I do um but the graphics always age so yeah I think you can like Nintendo have been doing that for years like their thing has never been better graphics they've been like look at all this look at all this new stuff you can do Mm -hmm. so I'm glad that's the vibes I'm getting off the other um competitors this time I'm kind of I'm kind of split Would I would buy it I think all of us
2: on this podcast would buy it
1: yeah well can you I haven't seen an OLED screen can you sell it to me I didn't even know what it was um, until Nintendo announced it. I look it I, up I I'm
0: look I not a tech guy. Come come with me, Liam, back to 2011 and buy a, uh, and buy a PlayStation Vita.
1: I have a Vita. And
0: they're, and they're, well, then you have an OLED screen.
1: All oh, right.
0: <laughs> so that, that's what annoys me so much. Like They are incredible, but like... So actually, the, 10 the, years one,
2: later. the one I think that Liam has, they only did... Um, they only did a short original line of the OLED and then they got rid of the OLED and switched to um, an LCD screen for for Vita. Ah. So if you actually want to buy, oh. if I can if, if go on eBay and look at the price really of a Vita OLED, because they're like impossible to get anymore.
1: I got my Vita years after the Vita came out. I got it yeah. just for to play Persona games as my Persona machine. So if, if if my one was an OLED one, own would I have noticed? Because I've never yeah. picked up. That uh, Vita yeah, oh Ooh, the, Look at the screen. It's the, fine, right? the difference.
2: The difference in in contrast and color is like it's second to none. It's an, it's a it's incredible.
1: I'll probably yeah, you know, like I've just did my big spiel there, but like I'm probably going to see an OLED switch one time and see Breath of the Wild two and then go, oh, fuck it, I'll have to find it. <laughs> <laughs> Did it win the Did it win the console wars for the eighth generation? Money was, or in our hearts,
0: I, I think as as a console, when you look at the library of games, you know, what you played, maybe more than anything else. Did, did it fall into that category for me? And it's the first time in a long time I have ever say that. I, I think it did. I think it was the console I spent the most of my time with. Have period. you
1: in, have you enjoyed Nintendo in the last year? Like, have you enjoyed Nintendo, like, during COVID times and stuff like that? Like, we, Marcy, we began this podcast almost by ranting about the Mario 3D collection and stuff of like that, and they're in action with the drift, and there's just been everything, and there's a Skyward Sword, Zelda Skyward Sword remake coming out, and, um... I like that game. God, that game is full of flaws, but I've always liked it. I was excited to play one 10 years later where they can correct some of their mistakes. You know, I'm very interested in playing an updated version of that. And one bit of functionality in it is you can now, uh, you can go to the world map essentially from anywhere you want, which is a tiny bit of functionality that makes the game a tiny bit better. In order to do that, you have to buy the 25 euro amiibo. (laughs) I mean, John Amiibo, the toys and touches. And I was like, I was, it was, that's a tiny thing, but it really was like Nintendo, fuck off. And there's been a lot in Nintendo, fuck off in the last year and a half, to be honest. They're kind of turned into like, I I have a theory that Nintendo are bullies when they're on top, when they're winning, when they're doing the best. And then, the yeah. success doesn't suit Nintendo. You can go back to the Super Nintendo era. Their shitty ways, their shitty practices during the Super Nintendo era basically made Sony make a console out of sheer spite that ended up <laughs> like destroying the market. I just, I don't know. Nintendo really annoyed me the last year and a half. Like, I still love the but, games. But,
0: but that's how you survive, right? If you're a 100-year-old company, that's how you survive. And that's how you, Touché, you stay yeah. on top, right?
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. But for you're me, right, the it, only for, game yeah.
0: I played was, was Animal Crossing. That was it. That was the only game I mm. put a bit of time in that was that was new.
2: Yeah, for me, it doesn't win. The, the console wars. I think PlayStation takes I that think... for me.
1: I think I played. I think if I could clock up the hours, I think I would have played the PlayStation Four more than I played the Switch as well. I did play the Switch an awful lot, and like all my Indies were almost on the Switch. But I think, well, I you know you two know, but um, I like to buy games physically as much as possible because I have this old this old notion. I just like. A growing collection of myself. I hope to out outgrow that habit someday. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, if you compare my PlayStation Four physical collection to my Switch, it's almost like double in size.
2: Yeah, and I I think back. I think of the highlights. Breath of the Wild, obviously being the main highlight of the first year. <clears throat> exactly, and I I adored Ma- Mario Odyssey. Mm, but then, yeah. if I have to compare, I think of the three days that I spent absolutely binging the last of us 2 and whilst it was a different type of experience it was still incredibly significant for me and it was it was obviously a very very different type of experience but what that and Liam knows this but it was like that entire week after the last of us 2 and I know Marcy you haven't played it so no spoilers that the entire week after the last of us 2 i couldn't stop thinking about The Last of Us 2. It was just constantly on my mind of this, where I was with those characters. And I was thinking about like, oh my God, where would they be now? And where where is their head at now? And there was that. And then there was like, I think of my time with Uncharted 4, which when mm. I think about how perfect an ending of a character yeah, arc, works. you know, because it's obviously not the end of the franchise, but how perfect that arc was for uh, Nate and Drake like, I'm you're just naming two games here.
1: You're basically yeah, saying no, that I, Nintendo, I, I, Nintendo should buy Naughty Dog and you'd be happy. Yeah, I was, <laughs> <laughs> but then I
0: just I, you were halfway through that, that uh, beautiful speech there and I was like, oh, man, God of War was really fucking brilliant. Yeah. Um, mm. So I'm going to go back and change my opinion. That, yeah, I agree <laughs> with Liam Manon. Yeah. Well, um, I, yeah, I, I, do, I do
1: think, though, um, my two favorite games of this generation, um, big release games are Breath of the Wild and Mario Odyssey. I, don't, I think pound for pound, I don't think you have two better made video games than those two mm-hmm. but own um the two you mentioned and honestly the one you the three games both of you mentioned together they're like right mm-hmm. after them i just think the switch does contain my two favorite games of this generation and i think like i said earlier i think they're the two of the best games nintendo ever made that's how i was really feeling about nintendo in 2017 i was like for a company that's been around for 30 years how kind of cool is it for them to be like because they'll have the creative juices flowing so much they could take these ancient franchises and just, like, make two of the best versions of them. And I just haven't felt that about Nintendo since um, the last couple of years. Why do I need to put it in the dock?
2: <laughs> well, why can't <laughs> I just plug it in?
1: Oh, yeah, you, yeah. You can, you can,
0: know what I mean? No, you, but you can. No, but, you but it to, won't go, can. but it
1: won't go. No, it won't go into the TV. Oh, you can. You can no, the you dock can, doesn't. Yeah. No, no, because the thing that's connected to the TV only connects to the dock. It doesn't connect to the Switch, right? Exactly. Yeah. yeah you can I,
0: hang on i have i have one right here <laughs> there it is um yeah i think
1: uh because the dock right. yeah,
0: the,
2: the dock, dock gives right. a cpu and can, boost and it yeah, does yeah you can, it, yeah, yeah, it you can power plug it, so
1: they can play a higher resolution you're right. you can plug it into the charger without the dock but you can't pl- connect it to the tv without the dock
2: you know what i mean like i, have, it, I don't know if uh, how like if you've traveled to different countries or anything with your with your switch or gone on holidays wouldn't it be nice not just to fucking carry around this massive yeah, piece of point. plastic? Switch yeah, to boom. There that's what's coming. Yeah. That's what's
0: coming. That's it, man. That's the new one. you just yeah, you just answered it.
1: And it just as um do you play it more handheld on or do you play it more on TV? And oh, more handheld.
0: Handheld. I I'd never I I only put in the doctor chair. Just always handheld. Yeah, I'm actually. Yeah, when equipment.
1: I was at, when I was when the switch came out, and I was living at home, and I, I used to play games in the in the room where I played games since my childhood. I was always on the TV. But since I've left home, I I avoid playing on TV. I love playing it handheld. I don't know why. Just, well, do you so both own? Do you have the pro
2: controller that comes with the? Yeah, that doesn't come with. Are you yep. buy it separately? Uh, absolutely, Which absolutely. Separately, great, yeah.
1: contro- great controller. Great uh, controller. Overpriced, but it's a fantastic controller. Yeah,
0: yeah I, but I don't, again. Like again, amazing one of the best controls ever made, but doesn't have a headphone jack. There's always something. Mm. Do you know, <laughs> they do things really well, and they go. Well, that's, yeah, my, it and it? go that's my, pro-
1: it, that's it my problem. That's my problem. That's my problem with the Joy Cons as well. Um, uh, they don't have a D pad. They have those four buttons in in the in the bottom left. Uh, I like when I'm playing a D- any game they, like that's 2D. I, I like a D pad rather than using analog stick, and I think that's it. Probably something that people don't even care about anymore. about Marcy, like, no you Marcy has just blown my mind. I've Whoa. never
2: ever thought about the fact that I can't sit there and plug my headphones into a switch controller if it's docked.
1: No, oh, it's well, we about it. so you've never played like had to play games at, at night because I play games at night when people are sleeping the so much. Is so low. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, no, I play games at night when people are sleeping so much. that I have actually chosen to play PlayStation games because I know I can put the headphones into the controller. Rather than, I, I, I literally I have the mindset sometimes I'll play the Switch in the day when I can turn it off because you can't <laughs> plug a headphone into it. I've never yeah. that's there, never there, thought something I thought about.
0: <laughs> we're we're all we're all going to be shitting at now but again when you said during the day I where I'm uh, living right now in Dublin. It's really hard to pay the switch during the day because the the screen quality is so low. It's so dim. If it's in any way bright outside, I'm just looking at myself. Sure.
2: I'm running i running uh, carrots around. Uh, buy an OLED model for three hundred and yeah. never had I've never had any, never yeah. had any problem yeah. with, uh, yeah. with the with the
1: screen dimness. You can turn it up, you know. It's up full. Okay, okay, <laughs> okay. I that me. was a bit condescending. I followed this, But, it, but if God. it turned out you if you turned out you did have it turned down low, that would have been a hilarious. Bit for our podcast. I wouldn't have told you. Oh. Maybe I haven't.
0: I'm not, I'm not going okay. to get that on the podcast. Um, but anyway, guys, I think we've we, we've kind of had had a good chat, and we've.
1: But but, Marcy, just before we end, can, is there any really good games we haven't mentioned? Because I kind of want to. I just kind of briefly want to say, just I said I said this in our E3 episode, but for the those first few years, like in comparison to their other consoles, Nintendo were very good for just going. Here's our major flagship franchises. Here's Zelda. Here's Mario. Here's Animal Crossing. But even, I haven't played Fire Emblem. I was just about to say, it was my first Fire Emblem I've ever played, and I really enjoyed that. There was a Luigi's Mansion sequel. Oh, I love that Uh, one, actually. Yeah, yeah, so there was a lot of. I think Nintendo. For the most part, and we're getting a Metroid now, they, for the most part, they've been kind of doing all their main franchises, which you think they, sh- you think they, they should always do, but um, no, they really haven't, and their other consoles, like the Wii was like, fresh out of a lot of their main things. There's a couple of big ones. I'd like to see a Star Fox on the Switch. I'd like to see an F-Zero, but for the most part, I'm quite happy. Well, let me hit you with this one. This is This is
2: insane, and this is probably going to be the launch title for the Switch 2 or whatever it is. <laughs> we have not had Mario Kart 9.
1: Yeah. yeah,
0: that is, that is
1: wild. Because <laughs> remember Mario Kart Eight, which was a huge uh, seller, which is the, the best Switch
2: Mario Kart of all time in my opinion.
1: Yeah, yeah, it's a system seller. That was a port of a Wii U game. Mario Kart Eight was on it was a Wii U game first. They just ported yeah. it over, and it didn't. Actually, everything. That's another thing about the Switch we need to talk about is that at this point, everything become... that was worthwhile. Everything that was worthwhile playing on the Wii U has been ported over to the Switch, and I think a lot of people out there just think these are new games, but no, they were on the Wii U first. (laughs) The only ones for me that they don't have yet is the two fantastic remakes, Zelda remakes that were on the Wii U, the remake of Wind Waker and the remake of Twilight Princess, which I was so sure they were going to do for the um, 35th anniversary, but nothing yet but other than that anything that was worth playing on the Wii U was on the Switch which apparently is like good cuz the Wii U was kind of not many people bought it and they missed out a lot of gems but another part of apparently is kind of like uh, another Wii U port and then, then no, you know what about the
2: port of Mass Effect 3 that came to Wii U <clears throat> damn it you got Mason on it i remember that being one of the first titles to come to Wii U what an I was unreal sitting console. here and
0: and telling you how good Mario Golf was but
2: well, I'm so disappointed not- that that got uh, man. I'm ready for Mario Strikers to come back. Yeah, like, that's, the, the guy- that's the kind of that's yeah. the perfect game for Switch. That would sell Gangbusters like
1: the, the guys who make that level five. They they're the guys who did did Luigi's Mansion three, and apparently they're working on a Nintendo game that they haven't talked about yet.
2: Did Nintendo buy them that's- out?
1: Yep. They exclusive they exclusive they're an American company and they exclusively make Nintendo games now. They've made the two Luigi's Mansion sequels and they made number Punch Out for the Wii. Yeah, that was good. Yeah. Uh, and they made a really shit Metroid game called Metroid Prime Federation Force. they but, uh, should yeah, get
2: cool. George Railroad Martin to do the lore in their next game.
1: He's dead on.
0: And we'll end it there, guys. <laughs> um, thanks so much. I, well actually no, hang on. But,
1: uh, have, what do you uh, do? One, George or one, Martin
2: is not dead. You said George A. Romero. No,
1: George Rayon Road Hearn. I didn't know. I, I thought you were talking about someone from football. I so it's like <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> George, but George Romero. It. It.
0: Yeah, George Romero is
1: dead.
0: Yeah, George Romero is dead. That
1: we had your dim dim light on the switch bit. Now we really need. We really need. It. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but before we go, one little thing um, we'd like to do, um, as is tradition um liam has prepared uh, a top 10 uh, nintendo switch quotes for us um, so take it away liam
1: yep i uh, spent all night coming up with this uh number 10 obviously is um
0: i won't do it uh, to you i'm only yeah, didn't liam, know, he, he, he. um i didn't <laughs> want to do that to him um <laughs> but i do have something i'd like to do for <laughs> you guys Um uh, as your uh, massive nintendo fans yeah do you buy us an OLED? OLED? A little trivia game. No, I did not. Um, a little who is the biggest Nintendo fan. Game's literally oh, wearing is... an
1: Earthbound yes. shirt, dude. <laughs> 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 Don't tell that. There could be girls listening.
0: no <laughs> <laughs> so girls listening to this. <laughs> I know for a fact um, that there is. We know three. Mm. Four, my mum. <laughs> so <laughs> let's us, let us start here. Um, so uh, yeah, very, very basic. Um, what we'll do is I'll ask you three questions. We buzzing? Um, no need to buzz. And, you know, we'll go alphabetically because mm-hmm. um, I think that's, uh, that's fair. Liam didn't really like your reception to that. You looked like you were kind of gloating. So we'll actually no, go no, alphabetically no. by surname. <laughs> um, which means we'll, we'll now start with Owen instead. Um, that's the only fair way of doing that. Um, uh, very simply, three questions. Um, see who has many points at the end of those three. And then we have a tiebreaker um, if we're stuck, but I might just ask the tiebreaker anyway. A bit disappointed because I think the first one might be way too easy now. Um, but Owen Ridden Owen, the Heartbreak Kids, Aruden. What is the best-selling game for the Nintendo Switch? And then I would like to point out, because I did an next this Rule before I asked that question, Liam gets the same question he gets answer.
1: Mario Kart 8. So I, I answer two, is it? What?
0: Yeah, yeah. Lusty Liam Sheen, you would be next with your answer.
1: Um, he's saying Mario Kart 8, is he? <laughs> I'm yeah, going to say... Is, yeah. That's his final answer, I believe. I, I'm going to say Breath of the Wild. I think I, I don't think I'm right, though. Breath of the Wild. Uh, Owen Rudin, you're right. Suck it, mm, man. Um, no. Well
0: done. Um, Owen takes a oh. big lead there. Uh, so on to question two. <laughs> um... Which, and we're going again here, uh, which, actually, you know, it would be a bit fair. Liam, you can go first this time. You okay. can. There you go. Always. It's em- not what em- I signed em- up for. But okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. A- always uh, evolving here. Um, which of the following is not a Nintendo Switch game? Hmm. Cuphead, Find Your Nan, Kirby Star Allies, or the Battle Cats?
1: You've got, you were dug deep for those. What the hell? I'm going to go Battle Cats.
0: <laughs> Liam says Battle Cats. Owen, would you like me to read out the names again, or are you okay? No, the one with the nan. <sighs> okay, well, don't <laughs> so why you shouted at me. Um, but that's good. The answer?
2: It's Kirby, isn't
0: it? Owen Rudin, congratulations. Oh, you moved into yeah, yeah. a 2-0 lead. Oh, that's pretty I can't rude. win now, can I? Um, I do You oh, can't. You can't. But look, for the the, the, the listeners at home, for Gee, you. What is
1: Battlecats? Battle Cats?
0: I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> the Battle Cats. Oh, okay. Playing um, again, for Glory. Worst, I'm playing for Glory. Worst game of the Switch era, I think like mm.
2: 2019. It's a mo- it's a ported mobile um, game, it looks like.
0: Yeah, so I sorry wrap this up. Um, so what is a uh, third question, what is the region called where Pokemon Switch and Pokemon Shield are set?
1: Pokemon Sword and Pokemon Shield.
0: That is a typo. Pokemon, sword. <laughs> Pokemon. Jeez.
1: Can I get partial point for that? For have, I'm actually
0: going to give you. I'm going to give you a full point, Liam. Thank so you actually very much. brings us up to two one. If Liam gets it right, he's back in the running to bring us even.
1: I fucking played this Pokemon.
0: Did you? Yeah. I feel like own Owen's face has been illuminated. There, I played.
1: I played. I played this. <laughs> boke- as, as, as I, if he's googling it. <laughs> yes. I played your yeah, own. <laughs> <laughs> I played this Pokemon, but there's a reason I didn't list it in my favorite Switch games there earlier. on, to be honest, I can uh, England doesn't it? No, Britain, <laughs> fake Britain. Okay. Own, okay oh, hold so. on, hold on, hold on. No, I don't know. I have no do you want idea. to answer own first? I actually don't time. know. I, I was I was looking up the battle cats. You too. don't know,
0: Liam? Do you? Know?
1: <laughs> I can't remember, man. It's like. um up. What letter? Can you tell me? What, no, it's not. It's England or something. Can you, <laughs> ten, can you tell me what letter it starts with?
0: No, because this okay. time just makes for a very boring podcast. Um, so what I, I do know. here is um, Owen said he doesn't know, which obviously mm-hmm. in this game means you lose a point, Owen, unfortunately, <laughs> which brings you down to one. But because, and then Liam did guess and got it wrong, it means Liam doesn't lose any points but stays where he's at, which means we're 1-1. One, one, um, tied going into uh, the final cra- uh, question. Actually, what is it? The tiebreaker question. What's the world called? Um, uh, oh, yeah, sorry. Uh, <laughs> G- Galar. <laughs> Right. So, <laughs> the the video. Um, so, our tiebreaker question is and it says, uh, Price is Right Rules. So if you don't have Price is Right Rules, means it means you can't go over. Um, so, it's the closest to the number I'm going to say, but under. Okay, you got that.
1: Mario um, Kart 8 is the eighth one. Okay.
2: No, it has God. to do with the sales of Animal Crossing. Yeah.
0: No, how many games are currently available for the Nintendo Switch?
1: my God. Outrageous. Physical and digital.
0: Just games. So if it was like Breath of the Wild, you just count one copy, not the physical and uh, the digital. Didn't like that question. Actually, I might drop you down to zero. Thought that question is a little bit too on the nose.
1: <laughs> <laughs> You're, you, oh man. The power is going straight to your head. <laughs> I you know. Uh, I'm gonna let own guess first, and then I'm gonna place mine off his. Okay.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
0: 2,484. No, 2,484, I... says Owen, the heartbreak kid over here.
1: Uh, I'm going to go for much more, much lower. I'm going to go for 700. What, like this year? 700? <gasps> like, there wouldn't be thousands of games on the Switch, would there? So... Liam's final answer is... Seth he's Give me, look, me looks. He's giving uh,
0: Yeah. <laughs> um, so, can I get a drum roll of any kind? <laughs> Congratulations, Owner Rudin, You've won the inaugural Hey, <laughs> Look, Listen Trivia Contest. The answer it was is... 3,000, was it? Yeah, 3,933. Yeah. As of Gal- this Monday. Galler. Gallery. Galler. Congratulations, Liam Sheehan! You have won. But everyone, thank you so much for listening. Um, It was uh, a joy to be back um, making episodes for you again. Um, Thanks to everyone who shares, likes, and listens and talks for the podcast. It is means a lot to us. Um, We'll be back soon with another episode um, and maybe another round of trivia. I don't think it's going to be very popular, but we'll see.
1: We'll see. I want to win now. I want to win now, so we have to another one. You did win oh yeah sorry Owen, no yeah more. you did yeah 1-0 no yeah more. sorry no more um so Owen won't be on the <laughs> podcast next week um
0: as obviously that is uh the, the losing price but it's what bye for me um Jonathan
1: Morrissey and bye from me Liam Sheehan
2: everything's under my credit card for the podcast so
1: and goodbye okay, yeah. bye, everyone. <laughs> uh, bye everyone
0: Bye